man. This is Dropping Jews. Yes, sir. Welcome, everybody, to this new podcast, Dropping Jews. Redefining what we thought was true. So today we wanted to talk about... Just that jewel, that energy, man. Yeah, Einstein yeah, energy. ain't gonna know how to act, man. What Nikola Tesla when you need him, <laughs> man. everyone out there in the world man we back in the building is dropping jews podcast baby you know we went on a hiatus for a minute had to uh get some r&r in you know get ourselves refocused and uh uh we had to uh you know get ourselves primed up you know primed and ready you hear me uh you know a little vacation here and there man got the time to enjoy time with the family you know what i'm saying meet you over there you know he did his thing too you know what i mean so Y'all know what it is, man. So it's dropping jewels in the building, baby. I go by a kill. I got my bro from another mo. Brother Meech, what's going on, baby? What's good? What's the word? Oh man, he got the philosophical voice yeah, on it right now. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's serious. Nah, time. You know, it's game I got time. on my all white. <laughs> going to all white extravaganza. You know. You know how it is. You anybody ever try to go to all white parties? <laughs> <laughs> and you can't find nothing white. <laughs> I'm like, you be like, where are these white shoes? We say, I can't find them when I need them, huh? Nah, or you got to find pants or a shirt, or do you want to go 100% white, or you want to contrast it with another color, right? Because, like, you really, like, it. If everybody gonna have on white, I want to stand out. You know, I might have to throw some accent colors in there. <laughs> you know, hit them with a little razzle dazzle. So, you know, I, if you tell me to come to all white party, I'm not wearing all white. <laughs> I'm gonna have a little hue in there. Little hue, huh? <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I just think about it though, like. Some people just don't look good in all white. No, that's true. That's true. And then for some women, no disrespect, ladies, we love y'all. Y'all are queens, but sometimes when y'all were white, y'all, ooh, heesh. <laughs> oh my God, you know what that means. I ain't even gonna say it because y'all already get it. But, um, <laughs> oh, hey, baby, I'm just that? saying. Sometimes people just can't wear white. Yeah, I feel. You. When you go, I, to, feel you. I mean, you ever been to all white boy? Nah, nah. I have, but I didn't wear all white. What you wore? Uh, I probably wore some black slacks and. Uh, <laughs> Hey, you that you the you that one dude to go in there like a Paul Bearer. Everybody got on white, and you come in there like you finna lift somebody casket. <laughs> oh man! I mean, we really ain't got no topic tonight. You know, we just gonna freelance this for real. Oh man, uh, they they know we just having a good, good time. time. Yeah, we you just know, coming we, back, we, so yeah, we fresh, fresh and um, ready, prime. Like I said earlier, but. Um, Nah, man, I think you gonna have a good time at this white party, though, man. I wish I could make it, man, but you know, I ain't, I didn't plan for it, and you know, other circumstances. So life commitments, yeah, right, yeah. I gotta stay true. Yeah, life commitments. I gotta stand on my principles. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's absolutely. a sacrifice. Yeah, and that's that's and, necessary. Yeah, and I'm trying to repent. You hear me? Because I know I ain't perfect. Boy, these sins out here. You hear me? So I'm trying to do right. You hear me? Lay la hay la la Muhammad Rasulullah. You know what I mean, baby? <laughs> hey, that's what's up. <laughs> you just hit me with that. Oh man, you. Hey. Oh, shout out to the Muslims out there. Ramadan's going on. Ramadan Mubarak. I know y'all out there. You know, reading your Quran and. Hey, getting in tune with the faith. So, hey, man, all praises do too. You know what I mean? So, but what's up, Mish, man? What's going on, man? You know, we've been having conversations, you know, all the time, man, you know, about life plans. Yeah. Um, know, experiences. I, I, <laughs> no, 
it, it's so much always to unpack. Yeah. So many different conversations. Um, but when I think about everything, you know, I think what's most important is to be true to yourself mm. um, and not let the the moment take you away from your own personal movement, which is your journey. And unfortunately, there are so many different opinions in our culture yeah. that is pulling people left yeah, and right, right, how to be a man, mm-hmm. how to be a woman. Again, I fall victim to it too because well, I'm within this, yeah. right? I told you, I've said it on previous times that we are on contradiction in a shape or form, but in order to really truly grow, you have to cancel out the noise and just find what works for you because uh, Kevin Samuels might say, <laughs> you got a high value man wants this, but so let's unpack that. Will Smith is a high value man. Facts. Multi, 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 multi millionaire. Hmm. Hundreds of millions of dollars at his access or disposal at a snap of a finger. Facts. However, he went on stage and still slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not the slap that is important. It's his mental state before he did it and his mental state after. And so you can have all of that. You can have the money. You can have a beautiful wife. You can have a beautiful children. You can have access to all these things and you're still not happy. Mm. So what is it really about? When you really think about it, what is it really about? That's a good question. What, what is it really about? I don't know, man. No, no, yeah, you tell me because you're the religious man. Please give me some insight. Uh, you know, I was looking at an interview with Earthquake on the Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. and he, he said something that was real. Mm-hmm. He said, Will fighting for the love of Jada, he's fighting to impress her. And when you got to do a relationship like that, it's not going to work. Pretty much is what he said. I mean, I, I'm not saying verbatim, but he was just saying he, Will, Will is just fighting for somebody that won't fight for him. <clears throat> you know, um, as a woman that's supposed to love you, a woman that knows you, she know when to intervene in the situation when she knows it's about to go left. So when she doesn't do that, and then come back and, and then you know what I mean? Like it was like, yeah, that's how you supposed like, I mean, I don't know how she responded, but the response I got, you know, it was just like, and what? You know, and as a woman, she should have stopped him. You know, hey, this ain't the time or the place, you know, or look, you know, cause the thing that got me about the slap was when he said the joke, he laughed first. And then when his when he saw his wife's face, you know, and saw the anguish on her face, then that's when he got, you know, it seemed like the bravado came out. Well, and I think that in that we we have to be a little careful on how we unpack or how we perceive his laugh. Yeah, that could. Yeah, and you're right. That could have been a cover up. Yeah, he like, ha, ha, yeah, I gotta go smack this dude. You know what I mean? So it that could have been that, or it could have been. He was really hurt and he just he laughed, laughed it off. off. Yeah. And then once he realized either A, a Jada or he just, it really sunk in within himself, B, he was like, man, that's fuck true. this motherfucker. That's true. So, you know, we do have a way of putting our own perspective on what we believe to be. And so the reason I feel like this is important, this conversation about around Will Smith and Jada Smith is the fact that we have people who are considered high status and they still can't find happiness in their relationship even after all these kids. Or let me reframe that. I don't know whether they can find happiness, but the optics of the relationship comes across like she is controlling or domineering Will Smith in a manner that's emasculating him. Sorry. I mean, well, she has on occasion. On occasion, I mean, when we talk about the entanglement, like mm-hmm. my man was in on 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 stage, front and center, 
crying because of the situation y'all had going like to me I felt like he was really talking to her about the respect she had for him like you just out here you know going around and showcasing this guy like that's your man but we married I mean I understand they got an open relationship and all that but I've never seen Will be be out on the, you know what I mean? Just like, oh, I'm all front center with this chick, you know what I mean? And then put him in that situation and knowing how that made him feel as a man in my house, that's a, that's an issue, bro. Like, but and I, I and I guess like and I, I agree with you. And I guess for me, I I keep going back to that fact that you can have it all and still yeah. not be happy. So what is it? What do you really want? Who are you truly? Can you really challenge yourself if you're not in a position where you're truly happy to find that happiness? Sounds to me like Jada was complacent. Again, I'm just creating my own perception. She complacent, decided to stay when she really didn't want to stay. But here's the thing. I think, because in the beginning, he tried to holler before. And she wasn't feeling him then. She felt like he was corny. So, if you had those reservations in the beginning, then I'm assuming, okay, you tried it. And like you said, maybe she didn't want to stay. Because he said he was fed up with her too. You know what I mean? Because of the stuff that was going on. So there's some underlying stuff that we don't know about. You know what I mean? But that smack to me was more than about the G.I. Jane joke. That smack was a culmination of, like you said, everything that he is battling inside of him. He's he's going through something like I like one minute he he talking about losing weight and then one minute he talking about you know living life on the edge you know what I mean he just you know I think Will's just trying to but, figure but, it out but it goes to one my point what I was saying in the very beginning is like you have to cancel the noise and figure out and I agree with who you, you on are that. and I think that so many times we put these layers on us to try to mask out. Or to prevent us from being as vulnerable as we could. And the man has been on his journey, but the man does look like a broken man. He looked broken. And I think that when we look at these people on on social media, we get a false sense of happiness. It's not happiness when somebody can go travel across the world. It's not happiness when someone can get the latest and greatest car. It's not happiness because somebody can have a business that generates a billion dollars a year. Starts with yourself. No, that's not happiness because you can attain all that. It's materialistic, though. Because in our society, in our culture, materialism, it masks. Yep. The um, true pain yes. that you got, yeah. It 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 numbs, right? I'm I'm hitting on some tequila right now. It's numbing, <laughs> it's numbing my pain. It's uh, numbing my pain. Yeah, like like that song uh Solange got cranes in the sky. She says it perfectly. I try I, to blow yeah. I try to drink, drink it away. Yeah. I try to blow it in the yeah. air. You hear me? She telling you, this is what I was thinking that I would, would help me cope. And I'm, I'm having issues, man. Like, seriously. Like, I was looking at um another interview uh, with, um not the one with uh, Brandon Marshall, but the other one with Fred Taylor and them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had Michael Beasley on there. This man was, was crying on her, bro. He was like, people want to call you crazy. I got problems, man. He was like, people think because you got money, you ain't got problems. I got problems. Like, man, you don't know what's people true, uh, uh, if they loyal with you or if they just in it to try to get money from you. He said, man, I had to question my family. Like he said, and then the, the crazy thing is when you tell people you got problems, they say, oh, he crazy. And I think that's the, the, the misconception that we have in America is if you got money, then you should be okay. But we see a large suicide rate going on. You because know what I mean? at the basis of our society is capitalism. 
There's an idea that was generated in the 1800s called Manifest Destiny, Ooh. which is the fact that you can pull yourself up by like your bootstraps bootstrap. and you can do whatever you put your mind to. So in that same light, you got to look in that period too. You've seen a lot of these oligarch robber barons, the uh, Rothschild, not the Rothschilds, but the Rockefellers and the J. Pupop Morgan and the Vanderbilt and J.P. Morgan. These people grew immense wealth during that period of time. And so as America saw capitalism go full heads of steam as it has become, that's how that's the benchmark. So we think that people when they get money, then if, if that solves everything. That that's what we really yeah. believe because that's what's the basis of capitalism. So it's a byproduct of our social contract with this country, which is you make money, you should be happy. That's why people love marketing. It reprogrammed us, bro. At one point smoking cigarettes was the thing to do. It wasn't. It yeah. was a fad. Yeah. Now it's the worst thing to do. Now you know what I'm saying. You know, like, like you were just talking about with, with capitalism, it's, it's about profit. Like we always talk about it on this podcast. Like, how much money do you need to be actually rich? And is rich measured off of wealth as far as money, or is it the sense of being able to be comfortable in your skin and understanding? that you may have flaws and that we all humans and that we all need help. It's just it's just what it is, bro. Everyone needs help, bro. I heard everybody talking about pull, pull yourself up by the bootstrap. And um, is that really the case, though? <laughs> when you start doing historical, you know, uh, research on some of these things and you, you figure you, out... You, you, if you really want to reduce it down to his rudimentary point you need you can't do anything by yourself because you need people to facilitate your needs and wants well let me say within the construct of capitalism right uh john d rockefeller i think i believe that's his name would never have became what he was today Without the need, without people having a need for what he was trying to sell, so even in that dynamic, you he could never become the oil rob baron that he had became over the years, if it wasn't for individuals to purchase the oil from him and had a need for it. So you, there's a core, there's a relationship, a yeah, there's a relationship in that. So did he do it by himself? No. Because now you have you have you have the front end and you got the the tail end or the back end and the the end user the people who actually using the product well you just pulled the resource together and his and, access to those yeah, resources and streamlined yeah. it in a way it's efficient to you make a profit but it's also helping someone else who has a need so did he do it by himself no he didn't because when you run in a company you got hundreds of thousands of people helping you. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel you with you. I totally agree with you 100%. But just going back to what we talk about with mm-hmm. the Will Smith situation, I mean, he has it all in our eyes, right? Mm-hmm. But does he? <laughs> you know, it's some things he's he's battling within himself, man. I don't know if it's a midlife crisis. I'm not here to judge the man, but... To slap a man on on on, t- on stage, bro, you know that's a, it takes a lot, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then I, I hear a lot of these people out here saying, "Well, he was protecting his his woman," but it there's ways you can go about there by doing that. Like you can handle that outside. Of, you know what I'm saying? Outside of just trying to, because pretty much that's what he did to Chris Rock. He emasculated him by slapping him like that, bro. As a man. That's a sign of disrespect, bro. I heard people commending Chris Rock on him not retaliating and everything, but, st- <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> My man had so much gauze, he walked back to the seat and sat down and then had something else to say about it. But you know, Will Smith don't cuss in his raps to sell means. So, so, so what are we talking about here? 
And see, when you're trying to portray yourself uh-huh. as being this goody two-shoe and then that comes out, now everybody looking at you crazy. Like, why is he acting like that? He don't have a breaking point. No, that man is human. He has a breaking point. But now they looking at you crazy because you done built this facade up of you being yeah. this squeaky clean guy. Mm-hmm. So now that one time you want to hit that switch, everybody looking at you yeah. crazy now. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. I, you know, I, I, you know. And then these sanctions that the 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 uh, so called was it Oscars then came down with Lord have mercy you would have thought I think that was that was egregious that was that was extreme that was very extreme man but the thing I had a problem with is nobody checked on Chris Rock now did Chris Rock say something he shouldn't probably say maybe so I, don't I thought the joke was light though. No, I don't think it was bad what he said. You know, I ain't think it was that that pressure to you know, but you know, it is accumulation of things. I think, like I said, I think that smack wasn't meant for, wasn't meant for a Chris Rock joke, but it was a smack with a, a accumulation of everything, man. Like he, like you said, mm-hmm. he was trying to prove himself, man. You all right over there, Meech, man? You good, baby? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm taking it. I'm just listening. I'm listening to what you're saying. I'm processing. I'm visualizing but, it. Yeah, but he, yeah. you know, me personally, I would have. We could have had a conversation after that. If it was that, if, if it was a problem like that, I would have. I meet him in the backstage. Mm-hmm. Then you can't, you can't put it out there like that, man. You know, not in. You know, not in. I don't know. I heard people say, well, it don't matter if it, you know, if he's in front of the Oscars or not, but you know what I'm saying? Things are looked at differently, you know, when it comes to black people than it is to white folks. So I mean Yeah, that's true. That's a great point. Yeah. You know, it everything gets put on a grand scale of things when it comes to us, but you know, certain things, you know. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody said nothing about Harvey Weinstein and his felonious capers and and egregious acts he did you know but hey will smith is the worst guy in the world you know what i'm saying do i think he deserved 10 years to be not able to go to the us i really think he don't care but just real talk man what we talking about how can you hurt a rich guy yeah who won his oscar okay yeah i'm just saying you know like yeah but you know, like like you said though, man, he I think he just got some things. I heard he took a trip to Dubois or something like that in the Middle East or something to reset himself. But to go back to your point, I was a you know, a good friend of mine. He was telling me, man, he said he had to get away and cut the noise, man, like he was just saying, and reset himself because, you know, there's so much going on, and he yeah. just had to get nah, away and just Nah, I I I'm and I'm in the process of doing that too. I gotta I gotta get away, man. I gotta just turn down the noise. There's too many different opinions. Everybody on so, so like you remember where when we was coming up, like all the information you got that was going on outside in the world was programmed television. <laughs> and now that's been decentralized thanks yeah. to YouTube, which again, that's a beautiful platform and Instagram and Facebook. But it's however, the curse. it's just so many darn people out here who yeah. are experts now. Yeah. Like if I go and look, try to look up stuff on stock, it's probably going to be the first page. It's probably going to be five to 10 people who are under 30 talking about <laughs> this, how you say? make money in the stock market. You get what I'm saying? Not under, not breaking it down to a sense to understand that we just been in a bull market the last ten years because of the interest rates being low. suppressed and low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but see, they not gonna say that. They only gonna go on the stop. I mean, I'm, but that's another conversation. But my <laughs> point is, is that information has become so decentralized to the point where it's just hard for you to hear anything without somebody giving some bullshit as opinion. And it's so much of it, like yeah, you said, and, it, and too and, much. And, of it. I mean, and granted, it started with the news because yeah, that was always on it. Bull, yeah. But now people doing this shit too. Yeah. So now people trying to go viral. Yep. Yeah. 
I mean, that's what it's about now. It's about going viral. I mean, if you can make a million dollars off of posting YouTube videos, wouldn't you? I mean, even Kevin Samuels. Listen, I, I respect his hustle, but he was broke out here. Let's he just found be a honest. platform. He was broke in a sense to what he's talking about. See, I'm only talking to him contextually. I'm not calling him broke, but he's broke in the context of what he speaks on, high value, low value. Well, he was a no value man at one point in time when he was broke out here trying to cr create a platform. And now his platform is his platform. And now people listen to him like he's the prophet mm -hmm. because we always looking for someone who has a microphone who we can relate to, that we, we have this, uh, we place people up like a demagogue. We always exalt individuals. We want to be worshipers of the preacher. We want to see him <laughs> preaching, jump around and put their hands on people but, and read the Bible seven days out the week and learn it as much as possible. But when it's time for us to do it, we ain't want no parts of it. <laughs> what you say, me? <laughs> Time to go to war. I'm running the other way, nah, huh? Well, we really don't want no parts of it, bro. Like, you really don't want to do that. But why do you think people are attracted to what he says as far as Cam Kevin Samuels? And because, it, again, it hits on hot button topics. Like, people, like, because people, th people be killing me, be like, oh, I'm different from this person, I'm different from that person. But comedians can talk about things and people laugh. But it's true pain. Cause, man. but, but they laugh because they've experienced, experienced it. it. Yeah. So, are we really that much different from each other if we've been conditioned in the same system that we in? How can you really say you individually different? That's my question. How can you really say you individually different if you've been conditioned in the system that we in? So you got only got so many different personality types out there as well. So, I mean. <laughs> that's just something that we have to be mindful of when we speak on this whole I'm my own person. Well, you're on your own person based on how America has conditioned you. But go nah, ahead. but yeah, but you saying that like you you know and I think he he, he, like you, you, you just stated that how we are different from each other. But I think Kevin Samuel says a lot of things that people want to say. You know what I'm saying? So they can relate. Like you said, they went through that same experiences. So, you know, there's not much different. Being human is being human, dog. Like, I think people don't understand that no matter what color creed you are, like, it's going to be things that we go through that is just common. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... Hold on, we got a call right quick. Hold on, this mm -hmm. Apostle Emma. Oh. Okay, I guess. Guess we hold on. Oh, but anyway, but um, but just like you were saying, you know, it, I think people need to understand that it's more familiarities than it is uh, differences. You know, and and when you're going through life and experiences, trust me, somebody done had that same experience in their lifetime. You know what I mean? So you, you got to have that understanding in life, man, that, that, that there's nothing new under the sun. You know what I mean? So what they've been talking about in biblical times or what they talk about in the Quranic times or, you know, the, 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 the Old the, Testament. The, the, you know. That's what's going to hit the younger generation hard when they realize they're not going to be young. Yeah. <laughs> the younger generation, I think it's going to fuck them up more than any other generation. I think that happens, though. I think the baby boomers, it fucked them up. That's why plastic surgery was at an all-time high for that age yeah. range. So, I mean, but to your point, man, I, I, just, I just really believe that people really need to dig deep and find out true meaning. And sometimes you have to cancel the noise of everything going on because if you getting too much information, you don't know what to believe. Sometimes you just gotta step back and just rediscover yourself. And yeah, you everybody's just conditioned to a form of fashion, but you know, you find a conditioning that actually makes you feel good and makes you feel purposeful, not makes you feel like you're waiting for the next man to say something 
that'll give you some more energy to carry on through your throughout your week. No, nah, but that that's the hardest. I mean, not the hardest, but I think, like you said, with all these distractions, finding your purpose and your happiness is the, is the makes they make it harder for you to get. You know what I mean? So once you find those two things, you you know you can then you know you you figure out what life is about. Cause I remember when I was younger, man, I used to always think life was was about you know certain situations and 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 you know that it had to be this way, not understanding that it's okay for me to live the way I want to live and not thinking that I had to conform to something. Because a lot of times you that energy that you you know that you be trying to put in and trying to conform can make your life, like I said, uneasy to where the life you're supposed to live as far as the purpose and the happiness, man. I think with all those distractions, it, it deters you from your happiness, man, because you got all these advices and these uh, opinions and with all that information, so much information coming in, dog, it, it, you know, it's got your brain on, on, on overkill trying to figure out what, what's good and what's not, man. Like, Living life, bro. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's hard, but I mean, it's it's an experience and it's a journey, and you gotta learn from it. And I think that's what people don't understand is that they they're not understanding the learning the learning aspect from it that you're supposed to take from it, and you know, you even learn from mistakes. So it's not a problem even when you make a mistake. the the, the problem is is when you're not trying to correct that mistake, man. You know, it's about being a better person in life, man. God gave you choices, man. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, the purpose of life is, you know, it's simple. But I think sometimes we make it complacent and we make it uh, complex. I mean, not complacent, but we make it complex and we make it difficult. And we, we just got to, you know, like you said, remove those distractions, man, and, and figure out what we want, man. You know what I mean? Like with the expectations and, and things that we have in mind, like are these truly our expectations or are these expectations that's been put on us by these distractions and in, in, in the, the, the society, you know, cause society can have you think, like you said, it's easy to conform than to be different, bro. And just being you, you know, sometimes you got to tell somebody, Oh no, I don't like doing that. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like we be so, sometimes hard pressed to make people feel uneasy but it ain't about making you feel uneasy it's about telling you what's my true true value and what i feel about situations man and you gotta you know you either respect me for who i am or you can you can disagree we can agree to disagree you know it's not about everybody being on the on on, on one accord but it's about respecting each other and let people live in their space yeah you know i ain't mean to get religious on y'all nothing like that man but you know, you just you should you should speak your <laughs> truth because a lot of people looking for that spirituality, and I think that's why we have spirituality because when we try to go off of this so-called thing that we call senses, we always mislead, and we need something to reel us in, and so it's very important for white supremacy to focus on materialism because in materialism we have enlightenment and unfortunately that has caused a lot of distress upon the masses of individuals because there's a gap between materialism and spirituality and they don't even know how to get to a point where they can even start heading towards the spirituality because they're surrounded. And as they walk, the materialism still walk, goes with them. So they are unable to find that spirituality. But that's how we programmed in the beginning. You got to think about it as a child. Uh, when you wanted some new shoes or... Uh -huh. When you wanted some new clothes, they had to be name brand, or they had to be them Jordans, or they had to be them Penny Hardaways. You know what I'm saying? And and we thought that was just so important to have, bro. You know what I mean? But as I got older, I'm in the same position as my father and my mother. That don't mean nothing, dog. It ain't the clothes that makes me. I make the clothes. I can go get something from the thrift store and it'll be flies and mud. You know what I mean? But that's because I feel comfortable in myself and I feel good about myself. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That that be the hard part for people to understand because they be trying to live up to an expectation that they really don't believe in themselves, bro. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what I'm talking about with society, bro. They they have a soul program. You know what I'm saying? It's like a whole bunch of cattle. You know, a farmer can control a whole bunch of cattle. It's one man, but it's about 500 cattle, but they able to control it. And that's how we are in society, bro. They did this uh, experiment. I was looking at, um, I forgot the name. It was, I don't know if it was 2020 or something I was watching. But they would go to this doctor's office and people would stand up and then sit down. Stand up and sit down. At first, like when they first entered, they was like, what's wrong with these people? Over time, they start standing up and sit down. So the next person come in, they looking like, then they start conforming. Stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down. That's how society operates. And that's what makes, hey, the powers to be, man, like, that's what, that's what make them evil and Knievel, bro, because they know they can control the minds because there are a lot of, look, let's keep it real. There's a lot of weak-minded people out here, man, that fall for, for, for what they see and, you know, and what they trying to portray. Mm-hmm. Authenticity is never uh, liked in society, you know, because sometimes it's, it's not agreeable within society. And you don't have to always be in that situation, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My bad, bro. <laughs> Shout out to Apostle Emma. Like the show. Like the show. Appreciate it. I thought they they called in. They was, they did, but he they they hung up. So it's all good. It's all good. How you feeling though, Big Me? You gonna go to this all white party, man? We ain't trying to talk. <laughs> I'm chilling. No, I'm chilling. I ain't I ain't, I ain't, I ain't on nothing. I'm just chilling. It's the it's the temperature cold, colder than what I would like to be in April, but. Everything seemed like it's ebbing and flowing since COVID. COVID just changed. <laughs> changed the narrative, didn't yeah, it? Changed all the narrative. So, I think in life, man, we just got to make sure we got to do things to make us happy because one thing I realize is life is short. Man, man, <laughs> tell, talk you, to hey, yeah. you know, because uh, as I'm going through life and I'm experiencing, I'm getting of age, you know what I mean? I'm... I'm I'm always at the, you know, 40 ball and I'm looking back on things and I'm like, did I truly do things the way I wanted to do it? Am I living the life that I want to live? Like I battle with that every day, bro. That's that's just me being honest. Like, bro, I, it's a lot of things I want to do. And I feel like that since I'm conformed, like, like, like you said, we are on contradiction. Like I'm telling y'all this on, 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 on podcasts cause I know I live it. You know, and it's things in my life that I, I would like to change. You know what I'm saying? So this year, I told myself I got to be more intentional in what I want to do. And I got to achieve these goals, man, no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's some doubters. I mean, people can doubt me for what I'm trying to do, but I really don't care no more. You know, I'm at this point right now, man. It's about self. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because who going to take care of me? Yeah. You know, I, and I have to realize that while we are here busting and hustling, working and stuff, and I, don't get me wrong, you got to get your money. But the people that figure out doing the stuff that they love to do and getting paid for it, it makes sense Those to me. Those the people. That yeah. Part. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and it's, it's a lot out here, man. Like, at times I just feel like I'm just doing it just to make sure to provide for my family. And and when you have that that itch in your body where you like, damn, <laughs> you trying to fight the system, but then you trying to make sure you take care because you know you got to take care of your family, mm-hmm. you know. And it's a hard situation, bro. Like seriously, man, it, it makes it hard for like to to get up for work, as we say. Yeah, let's get ready for work. You know what I'm saying? I love working. You know what I'm saying? So you know. It's a battle that I deal with every day, man. Like every year, I'm always I'm always closer to retirement. <laughs> yeah, both ways. that literally and other ways. Right, you know what I mean. So yeah, this year I say I want to be more intentional 
If yeah. I'm gonna do things, I'm gonna do things because I don't want to look back on it and say what I woulda, coulda, shoulda, yeah. and, and the wish factor. You know what I'm saying? So now Facts. I'm trying to put things in motion and 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 figure it out, man. Mm-hmm. I think I have got complacent and content to where I was at. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because it, it's easy. It's easy. Mm-hmm. But the ones that challenge themselves, them the ones that you know find ways to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do now, man. And I'm just trying to do it within a way to where it doesn't affect my family to the point to where we suffering. But I just want to be able to, if I make that choice, we can maintain and, and grow. Yeah. And that's the big thing, man, that people don't understand. Like, yeah. Woo. Yeah, man, my bad, man. I went on my go ahead, me. I'm sorry. Nah, nah, I'm just nah, I'm just listening. It ain't you ain't gotta feel my bad. Nah, man, it's just, you know yeah. I just when you going through life, man. No, nah, I think I think what you saying though is important. I think that a lot of times when we let each year go by and we you know we reflect on the previous year or years, we be like, damn, I should have did this. I should have done that. And like just get making that pledge or promise to yourself that you're going to be more intentional, man. That's that's awesome because you're not getting any of this time back in. Nah. You can't take none of this shit with you. And nope. <laughs> like, all this is just an experience. An experiment. <laughs> and so you just got to play with different levers and figure out the levers that's going to be the lever of change for you. It's not going to be for everybody. And that's fine. Yeah. But don't ever let anyone try to stoop you down to their level. Yeah. Don't ever do that because it's so many times people be like, why you want to do that? You got this cushy job, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Oh, where else are you going to find a job that's good? You hear people say that? All the time, yeah. I'm like, dude, you know how big this economy is? You know how big this country is? Hold on. What's going on, Apostle? Hello, yeah. Good evening. Yeah. How you doing? By God grace, I'm doing good. And you, please. No, we doing good, man. We just uh, talking, talking our talk, man. How about you, man? You got anything you want to uh, add? Yeah. I want to ask some questions. You guys are talking about life. And I have some issue that I want to discuss with you guys too. And I am out Ghana, but I want a counselor for him or her to advise me how I can get to US or Canada. It's the reason why I've called you guys and I want some advice from you before. Yeah, you, you say you want you some advice want about what? Advice about what? About being a citizen. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am from Ghana. I am in Ghana now, but I, I want got a to friend in Ghana right Canada now. Or I, got, US. I got a friend. You said I got a friend in Ghana right now. I went to high school with him. He in Ghana. Wow. So you saying you trying to figure out well, how you can get a you can get a visa? Yeah, to US or Canada, but I want advice from you guys. Yeah, I, I don't know. What that's like. Yeah, yeah, we. Are, yeah, I, bro, that's my specialty right there, hey, bro. bro. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be completely yeah. honest. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know how to give you advice. I don't that's know, well, honey. We ain't I'm gonna, just, we gonna be real I'm with I'm you. I'm gonna just be real with you, cat, because I don't. I don't deal with. I know it's a lot of political bullshit with that, but yeah. I know one thing. If you find a woman over her, <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> hey, bro, bro, they need they need some brothers out here, bro. <laughs> These sisters, these white when you find you a woman over her, bro, I'm telling you, you're going to be in there. <laughs> you're going to be in there so your ass got to find a way where you could get an American woman and marry her ass, and then you'll be a citizen. <laughs> I know that for a fact. <laughs> it's funny because I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. I don't know, like, but but bro, like, I think I know you can. But th- seriously, I know you can come over her. How old are you? You said. What's your age? Twenty six years. 
Oh, so yeah, you can actually, if for a student, you can probably yeah, get a visa. Get a student visa. You can get a student visa and come over to, on a temporary status. You can keep renewing. You can actually get a job. If you had a job that sponsored you. Yeah. yeah, I have my own job that I am operating sliding doors in Ghana. You say you do what in Ghana? Sliding doors? Yeah, sliding door, aluminium, dark glass things, yeah. Glass doors and those things, showcase and things, yeah. So you are, are you a student? You said. A student, a student. Are you in school, college? No, please. Oh. I have my own job that I am doing. Oh, you got your own company? Please, yes, please. Oh. Yeah, I mean, hey, this, I ain't gonna lie, bro. This ain't that. <laughs> I don't know. This the pocket. <laughs> hey, you know, I ain't no, I ain't political or nothing. You heard me? So I, I can't, I couldn't help it, but yeah, I can we just, can't, yeah. I can't help it. It ain't our specialty. Right I ain't there. gonna lie, bro. Yeah, I mean, you might want to talk to the U.S. government or embassy or something, man, and maybe they can answer those kind of questions. So, how long you you born and raised in Ghana? Yes, please. Why Why you want to leave Ghana? Um, it is my dream that I, I want to travel since my childhood. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll be telling my family that my vision is I want to travel. It's the reason why I did not complete school. I told them that I want to travel. I want to go to school outside. Ah, gotcha. But, yeah, things was not moving on because it's the reason why I was not able. So have you... Have you... But now I have made the... Have you traveled any have you have you traveled anywhere else throughout Africa? Are you only No please. Oh, so you haven't no, been please. I've not traveled before. Oh man, yeah. you, you ever been on a plane? This is a an airplane. Yeah, I've been in airplane before. Okay. But I've not traveled. I went to uh, Kumasi to Accra, yeah. Oh Accra, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, you might want. And I'm a man of God. Yeah, I'm a man of God too. Uh, yeah, I think hey man, you got a WhatsApp number, man. I might, I can, I got a friend out there, man. He, I, I seriously got a friend. He, he been out there for the last six to eight months. He, he moved out there permanently, so he, he's in Ghana, but I think he's in Accra. Yeah, okay, that's where he at. But he he building schools and giving back to the community and you know he if you got clothes to donate over there you know we I didn't send him some stuff. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, he doing some good shit out there right. in Ghana. I'm sorry for cursing God for <laughs> man, but yeah. Okay. So can I send my WhatsApp number and your button? Yeah, you can put it in the uh, yeah, message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it in the message. Yeah, I take. Yeah, I, yeah. Michaela, take it down, and I, I, I WhatsApp you, and we can stay connected. And uh, you know, I, I can see if I can talk to some people who I know, who I may or may not know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, you just put that number in there. We'll we'll get it down, and we jot it down, man. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, man. We appreciate you listening to us, man. I see you've been loving what we're talking about. Oh, I'll keep on following you guys. But I want to say the day that you'll be on Podbean. Oh, yeah. We just be... It's so random, yeah, man. We, so we, be, yeah. we ain't got consistent times. Yeah. We just, what time is it there? What's the time of day? What's the time? Uh, it's day or night? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. It is one, uh, 2 a.m. Oh, what you doing up so late? <laughs> I, I always pray dawn, so... When I finish praying, I try to join you guys. Oh, you pray? Oh man, this a God man. Oh, yo. yeah, yeah man. man. That's what's up, God. So, what's what's your? Are you a Muslim or are you Christian, Christian or what? Yeah. No, I'm a I'm a Christian. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, that's what's uh, up, man. I'm a Christian. Oh man, that's what's up, man. But yeah, like I said, man, just okay. drop it in there, man. We got it. Oh, I got it. I see it now. All right. I appreciate it. We're going to hit you up, brother. Um, I also don't hate you. We are family. We are family. And I will try to join you guys if I see that you guys are 
for you now. Make sure that I will join you guys too. All right, I appreciate it, bro. Hey, all, yeah. Also, we on all oh. streaming apps too, man. If you want to check us out, man, we on iTunes and Google Music and uh, Stitcher. Oh. Okay. So yeah, we got. Gonna... I hope that you guys who are Christian. Um... Uh, I, I'm Christian, but he, you, he, he I, Muslim. I'm not, I'm not. He Muslim. I'm Muslim so. Oh, wow. Oh, oh what's I've that for, bro? You say what? I, I've been to Muslim if I love Muslim guys. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate that, man. Oh, man. Yeah. I've been to Zongo before, so I know how Muslim guys are. Yeah, man. Well, we appreciate that, man. Like I said, my man, he gonna stay in touch with you though, man. He gonna hit you up on the WhatsApp. So, hey man, okay, we, we appreciate it though, bro. All right, I holler. Okay. Be safe, bro. Have a good night. Okay, okay. God bless you guys. Okay, bye. God bless you too, man. Okay, bye. Yeah, so um Yeah, boy, we got people from Ghana calling us in, man. Boy, we they, appreciate it. Hey, Australia. All, Australia, man, Ghana. Just gotta get the word out. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, yeah. No. Nah. In different form and fashions. Nah, we that's don't all God given. But you don't realize the privilege we have in this country. Facts. You real what I'm saying? Facts. We we take are, it for granted. We oh we take a lot of for we have so many first world problems. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So no, nah, that's real stuff, man. The, no. the 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 you think you broke. Yeah, go ask somebody else. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, and then we have access to opportunities. opportunities. You know what I'm saying? So people trying to get over here, you hear me? And travel. Yeah. And I, hey, I'm trying to travel too, bro, because I ain't been I ain't been to Ghana. You hear me? I'm trying to I'm get trying over to go there. To the motherland. Right, you hear me? I want some chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see what Mansa Musa was at. You hear me? I'm trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? You already know. Yeah. But hey, man, we ain't going to hold y'all, man. Yeah. We glad y'all listened to us, man. We appreciate Apollo, uh, Emma. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Apostle Emma calling in, man, the dropping them jewels. Yeah. You know, Wayne, shout out to Wayne. Man, you always be on us, supporting us, man. We appreciate you, man. And, um, like I said, man, check us out, man. It's Dropper Juice Podcast, baby. Y'all know where we at. We on social media. We on all streaming apps, man. So, yeah, baby, we out there. Okay. I think I got it. Imposter Emma. Was that a man or a woman?